Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend us your ears because we are back and better than ever. Slight rebrand. Welcome back to your boys from Drunk Home Broad. I'm your host, Rich. Joined alongside my colleagues, Don Juan, Nick the Daddy, and of course, Oscar Goro Juan Kenobi over there. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? Good. Alive? Does that count? Yeah, ish. Like, Oscar, good, like that is a feeling. Yeah. That is a feeling. So you're 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 halfway there, bud. You're halfway there. You look good, kid. You look good. I'm surprised you didn't come out with like some silver hair for us. That's sad. I was gonna say, just saying, Oscar. You, you could have did it. Could have did it. Nick, what's going on? I love the hat. Don probably respects that too. That is a dope hat. This is the, I like uh, that. This is the Carhartt series hat I had to get. Um, I love that. I I saw a couple of the. I saw this one that is yeah, like got, a. It's like a leather. It's like a leather logo. Ooh, yeah. That's dope. They make them. They make them for all the Philly teams, but you know, I got to put the Flyers hat on, considering they're the only team that we have any hope in right now. So. Brand new season, so let's go. Chris, happy birthday, bud. I know your birthday was on the 6th, and we didn't get to say it to you then. Happy birthday. Enjoy the shirt from us at Drunk on Broad. Wear it proudly. Thank you for support. We appreciate you, brother. Oh, gentlemen, it's been a wild, what, three days in sports since Sunday? Crazy yeah. shit across the, across the leagues. It's been crazy. Cra- like, just to think, like – in the last couple of days, we've had, and I, I just I came to the conclusion that October is the best sports month on the calendar. College football, NFL. I forgot about NHL, Alabama losing. Oh shit! Yeah, Oscar's NFL, thinking about one of the people. NHL, Oscar's like, soccer though. <laughs> soccer. Well, yeah. NBA, MLB playoffs. I mean, Oscar, where where are they in, in EPL? It's so very young in the in the season, right? So you've got the you've got all four of the major sports. You've got the the one major, you know, one of the two major collegiate sports, all happening all at the same time. So you know, I I would challenge you to 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 tell me that you can't find some sports content that is not of interest. If if you have not watched some of the MLB playoffs, some of the MLB playoffs, yeah, are. Don, before, Don, I'm going to let you finish, but 
Drunk on Ice came out and premiered on Thursday. 1,600 views in less than a week. You guys killed it. I listened to it. It was enlightening. I learned so much, so much about hockey in that show. I cannot wait until you guys go on again. Uh, Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Next Thursday. As Chris says, the Flyers start on Friday. Hockey is coming back. Yo, it is crazy that October is jam. Like like you said, October is jam-packed with sports. Don't forget, man. Everything happened that from this weekend. Then you see what the Red Sox game debacle. Then you see the the, the White Sox like just I don't I don't know what they're supposed to be. And the Astros just I thought they I thought they were going to suck without cheating. I, I, we were we were hoodwinked. We were we were hoodwinked on that one. Then and you they had, lost some players too. Yeah, yeah dude, that's the, that's the crazy thing. And then Garrett Cole gets rocked in the uh, the playing game. Because he's not good without cheating. So, all right, relax. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you really going to say that confidently? I am going to say that confidently. What has he done since he got caught with sticky substances, or since they put a, a thing that's saying, "Hey, you're going to you're going to get fined"? I mean, he was still he was still really good, Rich, but he wasn't as dominant. He's still really good. Cheater's going to cheat, bro. Cheater's oh going to cheat. You're so mad. I'm not mad, Oscar. You you guys. I'm not you. Your team is paying this dude like four hundred million dollars. He should be better than Zach Wheeler. All right, he, Zach Wheeler is better than him. I'm not paying a Just single saying. dollar out of that. You think I care how much he's making? Like, <laughs> you should. Oh wait, really. nah, it really doesn't affect you. You're right, Oscar. But that bitch ass New York team that you have, which they're going to say our players underperformed. No shit, they did. Like we're not dumb. We watched them all season. That lineup should have like 19 home runs a game, and they yeah. stink. So how do you feel about that? They fucking stink. Stink, Oscar. Oscar, Stink. I, I gotta tell you. So, I in, in watching those two playoff <laughs> games, nothing, nothing against you, but I was secretly hoping for the 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 Yankees and the Dodgers to lose. Simple fact for just for for one simple reason: to get rid of that one game playoff. If yes. the Yankees and Dodgers lost in that playing game, especially the Dodgers being a hundred plus win regular season team, with you know. It looks bad for the sport. It, it looks so bad that you take 162 games that every thing is decided on a series, three games, four games, and then you have one game to decide who moves on. I don't have baseball though. Baseball never does anything right, so it doesn't matter. Like you're looking right, at but, that loses constantly, and then you get a hundred. You get a hundred team win that has to play in a playoff game. Or a hundred right. a hundred win team that has to play in a play a play in game, just to show that that they're worth the being there. Like, come on, like they need to do something. Like, you have to make that at least a three game series. Three games, right? You can make it three games, even if you don't want to extend that playoff. But still, that three game playoff, even if you gave the home team, you know, the first two home games, right? You still give them the home the 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 team that's with the better regular season record, the home field advantage. But I just I, I was I was hoping and praying that that the Cardinals would pull it out. And but that game that game was awesome. That play that that Cardinals Dodgers playing game was incredible. Oh yeah, I didn't even I didn't even see it. Uh, Mike, it's Hershey chocolate porter from Yingling. It's delicious. Ooh. It's delicious. Not so nutritious. What do you got, Oscar? What are you what are you looking away for? 
What you look for? You trying to clown me? I'm, no, I'm just saying you're drinking a lot of haterade lately. All I hear is hate. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning, had my my uh, inaugural cup of Carnation Instant Bitch because I I found out you were coming on today. So it just it is it is it is what it is. It is what it is. But gentlemen. Let's uh, let's pop into a topic. Oscar, throw, throw anything you want on there. If you want to talk the disgrace of the um, NFL, the Philadelphia—I mean, I'm just kidding—the Eagles won. The Eagles won on Sunday. Uh, they did a true defensive effort. I love the fact that I believe it was Les Bowen who I retweeted some stupid shit that he said about Carson once today. Had to go. Darius Slay is the Byron Maxwell of Namdi Asmawas. And then what happens? Two picks on Sunday. He's been playing outer-worldly. He's been playing all-pro. Uh, and the what, he's not? All-pro, Rich? Right now, yes. No. No? Okay. Besides, it, besides Trayvon Diggs, who's been playing better than him? Uh, there's a lot of guys that don't even get attempts on them. Jair Alexander's hurt right now, so he's one. Okay. Sorry, but he's not playing. Um, I have to look at the numbers, but I know that – I mean, it's just – Darius Slay has been extremely good. He's yes, last on Sunday was the first time he's actually popped since he's been on this roster. Well, of course. Well, that's the roster, right. and that's the defensive scheme. Uh, and it's only because he just had a kid. He had the dad powers with him. <laughs> he's got the dad juice. Happen. That well, does I mean, happen. I would bet he will never have two picks again in a game. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard because now they're not even going to throw to him. Who do you think lines up against him on Thursday? Doesn't you matter. Tom Brady will. Pay. He's. They should put him on Mike Evans. That's who I would. Right. Mike Evans is going to show that he's he's too big. If Mike Evans can beat Jalen Ramsey, he can beat Darius Slay. Yeah, oh yeah. And Steve, you know, I mean, it really, honestly, it really doesn't matter who, who they're who, lining up. They're going to whoever, who, whoever they line up against. They're going to if you know Tom Brady. Let's be honest. Even in his forties, is good enough to pick apart any defense. I mean, see last Sunday, but you see what he's doing. You know, even if you put Slay on one side. Right, and, and he's he's guarding Mike Evans. If Antonio uh, Antonio Brown is lighting the world on fire right now, oh, no. he's like a man possessed. He's a so, Hall of Famer, man. You, you know, Brady's favorite target. D- d- does it really matter at this point? No, no. It re- it, it, it honestly really doesn't matter um, because you, they even are playing. In that win, even in that win, you still you still saw the ineptitude of the play calling from Sirianni. Well, it was it was a slog. Like you got yeah. to the middle of the third quarter and you would have thought that they were down by three touchdowns. The only reason that they were remotely close to being in in position to win that game was the defense. Javon Hargrave is playing out of his mind. Fletcher Cox finally got himself off a of milk carton. Yeah. Like we've got the 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 basis to be able to build around, but you know, it, even to go back to the you know the Chiefs game, you saw the ineptitude of their middle of, of that that second level, right? That second level is where they struggle, and that's where teams are picking them apart because they realize, like, all right, well, even if we don't want to go over the top, we're just going to run the ball. Like, yeah, Kansas City just ran the ball, just ran the ball, just ran the ball, and then when they got content to hold them to the run. What do they do? They send Tyreek Hill, who, for whatever reason, is being guarded by your linebacker. You just send him deep. And you could have played the safeties on the Tacone-Palmyra bridge, and it's still (laughs) deep enough. 
Adam, they can't double Evans or Brown because then Chris Godwin's going to be left one-on-one with a nickel. And you just it, yeah, you just can't have that happen. Do we trust Devontae Maddox on Antonio Brown all game? No, not at all. No. Do we trust Steven Nelson on Chris Godwin all game? No, no. It's, I mean, it's going to be bad. It's literally. I I feel like it's going to be picked. Like they're just going to be able to kind of just cherry pick wherever wherever they want to go, wherever they want to go on the field. They're going to be able to pick them. Apart. This is the worst matchup for the Eagles defense, just because it's Brady. Yeah, and especially on a short week too. Yep. Yep. And, and, and no and no Dallas Goddard because of COVID. The weapons alone, you know, and their defense, they are without Levante David, which hurts them, but they're getting Anton Winfield back. So he helps their secondary, which has been the right. problem the last couple of weeks. Yep. They're hard to run on, and you know they're not going to run the ball anyway. And you know, Nick Sirianni is going to go into this game thinking, this is Tom Brady. We need to score 40. Yeah, bro. You have Jalen Hurts. You're not scoring four <laughs> on anybody for Jalen Hurts. Right. Okay. Like you, you look at that game against the Dolphins. Are the Eagles? The Eagles are basically probably neck and neck with the. They're, they're very, very similar to the Dolphins, and they just put up forty-five points on the Dolphins. And the Dolphins scored seventeen, and it was pity points basically. Yeah. Right. Late in the game, it was, and it was all checkdowns. You know what I mean? That's yeah, it was. My, it was Miles Gaskin. It was Miles yeah. Gaskin. All checkdowns. Yeah. Yep, I know that. Oscar trans transitions into something happy. If you don't mind. <laughs> what are you guys thinking though? You're really, you're really, you're really gonna be like, yo, loss automatic, dog? like, like, like that. I mean, the Eagles didn't even. People are saying we we technically won in the record book, but I think Carolina lost that game more than the Eagles won that game. Yeah, I mean, you, there, there are there were a handful of plays yep. in the in the fourth quarter. Here, here's what I'll say. I I don't hate the the grit of being able to know that that beginning part of the game was a slog and they struggled and struggled and struggled. And then they found a way to win. Like at at least there's a silver lining in that, that like it wasn't a slog the entire game and they didn't just say, all right, well, it's a slog, whatever. We don't have, we don't have what it takes. We're just going to kind of mail it in. Like they, they did kind of have, so, some some bits and pieces of perseverance to be able to kind of navigate through and figure out a way to win. It do, does it translate to anything? No, not really. It doesn't change the way that I feel about Jalen Hurts. He still doesn't. I mean, when he there were a couple plays in that Chiefs game where he threw the ball down the field, and it looked like the only thing I can think of is that it looked like when you used to play schoolyard football and you used to have to kick off and you used to to take like a running start and throw the ball as far as you could. That's what it felt like, you know, for him to be able to throw the ball 40, 50 yards down the field. Well, someday to Quez, someday to Quez. If he hits Quez in stride and Quez doesn't stop, it's a touchdown. He had another play where Quez was running wide open. He didn't even see him. Yeah, it's third option. Like, and dude, then your in the press conference, in the press conference, he was asked about that. They said he was running wide open. He said, "Well, I'm being coached to follow like different. Like, so what is it? Are you just you don't see it, or are you are you being coached not to hit the wide open receiver? Either way, <laughs> the coach. <laughs> well, it looked like, like they were tipping half their plays anyway at the line. Like half their plays were just getting stuffed. Like, were, are you tipping plays? Or what are you doing? Because the first they were on the same scheme every time. Well, dude. The first four drives, Carolina just was calling it out and just lining up on that side, and they were just getting stuffed. 
So it's either you're doing things that are too obvious or you're just not changing up your game plan. It's the same thing every week. Let's do a bubble screen. Let's run the RPO but not run. I think they need to be more like the, the quarterbacks wear the headset, right? So you can talk to the quarterback up until you snap the ball. Like I think it's actually, before. I think it's up until like 10 seconds up in the play clock. 15 something. seconds. 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Okay. So John Harbaugh and his offense coordinator are in Lamar Jackson's ear constantly. Right. And it works. Right. Hey, so you need to make Jalen Hurts' job as easy as possible because we know he doesn't have the physical tools when it comes to arm talent. Make it easy. Get the ball out quick. But also, when the guys – you need to tell him, like, hey, on this route, Quez is going to be open. We're, we're going to tell you right now, look for him first. You know, tell him stuff like that. But he should also – like, oh, if you're oh, a quarterback, this- you've been playing at a high level your whole life, right? You should see that a guy's running wide open. Nick, almost akin to how McVay handled Goff. Right, McVeigh was in his ear all the way up until the last possible second, literally walking him through reads, yeah. walking him through, yeah, you know, who's going to be open, who's going to be here, look here, he's going to be open. If this guy's not there, look here. You, I mean, you you almost have to do it that way in this case to, to be able to help him maybe see things that he's not seeing or maybe look at a play in a different way that he's looking at it in the film room. This guy's open. You know, I, I think when you look at, and I hate to say this, but when you look at the, like when I'm watching the Colts game last night and I'm watching Wentz and Wentz, Wentz looked every bit of, you know, 2017 ish. In the second half, it was the first half. He was right. absolutely dog shit. He right, but missed but that's open guys. Like, was, yeah. Job. He still is missing high. Like that's still Wentz's problem. He still misses high. And then in the second in the second half, he actually came out and looks like the 2017 version. But you know, what he can, you know what he can do, Rich? He can step in the pocket and let a 50-yard laser fly at any time. Just which so him, okay. Of course. Right. And that's that's the one thing. Like Hertz had we've we talked about this, but like Hertz having all the intangibles except for that arm talent. What at the end of the day, you still don't have the arm talent. So if you don't, I, I think when we look back at the season, what you're starting to see is that he's building that resume of like missing guys short, having to like heave a ball halfway down the field using everything he's got. You're starting to see more of that show up on the resume than you are seeing the plays that pop. Because the plays that pop are short, like the short, like what, what are the plays that pop from this year? Like the Rager screen. Like the the they're yeah. all short plays where the guys are making plays in space. They're not yeah, I mean, well, they're not touched. The they're not right. So it's 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 two part, right? Is is Sirianic not playing to his strengths, not putting him in position? I, I also don't get the the lack of relying on the run game. That to me makes no sense. If you've got a quarterback who struggles the way Hertz does, the easiest way to solve that problem run the ball. is to run the ball. And but I don't know what right Jeffrey wants, Don. But for right now, we're going to run away from this topic. Just up from last night. Did you watch the Monday night football game last night? Uh, yes. And Chip said, I said last night, Lamar Jackson was an NFL quarterback. Was I wrong? Dude is talented. He accounted for 500 and like, 33 yards of his team's total, like, 554. 
The dude is an animal. And he completed 37 of 43 passes. 85% of his passes last night. I saw that stat. Need to see him run a playoff before he does anything to me. Win a big game, bro. Well, that's what you're going to – yeah. I mean, he's the – just last night you could tell, and what we could tell for the past three years, he's just the focal point and the heart and soul of that offense. But, man, Marquise Hollywood-Brown is having a season, and that dude is coming on strong. Like, that dude stunk last year. Highly touted coming out of college because he's Mm -hmm. obviously Antonio Brown's cousin. He's fast. But holy shit. Like, when he catches the ball, man – Scores touchdowns. It's a beautiful thing. I I'm wish we had some. Oh, wait. No, we do have somebody that fast. We just can't get on the ball. <laughs> I mean, you guys do have Joe Flacco now. You, you, do, you do know that, right? Joe Flacco get on the ball, baby. That's it. Might as, well, might as well just put him in there. What, what the, what, what I heard he'd make a great cornerback. So they're going to try him out as our dime guy because uh, Gannon doesn't use it anyway. So that's probably the best way to win is keeping Joe Flacco off the field. So. That's just from my opinion and from what I saw from Joe Flacco for the past five years since he won a Super Bowl. He's a bum too, Oscar. He's a bum. But around the NFL, injuries, injuries, injuries. And the first thing I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about Gruden because I just don't give a fuck. That dude is just well, whatever. He's, he's an asshole, piece yeah. of shit. Fucking stupid. Piece of garbage. Just don't yeah. be dumb. But did anybody see Jabril Cox? Somebody posted um, – on his Instagram, like tagged him in, like when Danny Dimes got up after he was like all knocked out, and you mean Jabril Peppers falling? What Jabril, Jabril Peppers? Peppers? No, Jabril Cox when he oh, knocked. Peppers. So Jabril Cox from Cowboys. No, you don't know who he is. Cowboys defense is a lot of no names, so it's fine. He's a dude from LSU from last year who we all liked. Is this? Is this? I thought his first name wasn't Jabril though. Yeah. Jabril. No, Jabril. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, Jabril Cox. He's the I one, who, you're about. He's the one who smashed Danny, um, Danny Dimes in the head. So <laughs> a fan a fan goes and retweets, Joe, Joe Flacco is the quarterback of this team. I'll stop watching. Mike, if Joe Flacco is the quarterback yeah. of this team, I'm quitting the podcast. And no way, dude. You're going to see Joe Flacco. How could you even be mad about it? It would be the Nick Foles effect, Mike. They would put him in, and they would all of a sudden open up the offense, and you'd see Quez Watkins – and yep. Devontae Smith catching 50-yard touchdown passes. That's that's what happens in this. Man, season. what a world. What a world that would be. But back to the thing I was trying to say. Jabril Cox, <laughs> the guy like posted the thing and said, oh, look at Cox out here dishing out uh, concussions. And then Jabril Cox adds it to his Instagram story. That's great. Fucking stupid. Like, you just murdered a guy. <laughs> you murdered a guy. Jason Hill got murdered, too. Oh, yeah. dude, oh, dude, that was a bad shot. That was... Yeah, that, that that looked terrible. I saw that uh, on um, what was it, on the red zone, and I saw his head get just get decapitated. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Then you lose Clyde Edwards-Alaire; he's on IR. Then who else was lost this week? Barkley, Barkley, yeah, Barkley with his ankle. His ankle was muffed, dude. Was- I thought I thought it was worse than they're saying a low a low ankle sprain. Well, and Russ, Russ is out. Oh, Russ. Yeah, yeah Russ. Said probably it's probably closer to the four to six week uh timeline, but in their division, I mean they don't really have Yeah, they're done. They're toast. Yeah, Arizona and the Rams, dude. To so. repair a torn tendon in the top of your face, like that's nuts. Because I was when I was working my hand clinic, we actually had one of those. And that dude was like in there for like I think he was going on like a year and a half. 
of getting therapy on it. it. It's really nice, guys, when you have money and the best hand surgeons and the best therapists. I'm just yeah. saying. You wait, wait, no, wait. And, he's in, and he's in really right. good physical shape, too. So. Oh, yeah. Wait. Dude's a monster. Yeah, this guy was not. not. And yeah, Jim, Bill Burroughs gets like an anterior like throat injury. Like, well, and that's fucking crazy. I mean, Baker Never seen somebody with a throat injury. With a torn labrum. Well, Baker got the throwing lane, but he's not out. He's still playing. Well, I know, but I'm saying he's playing with it in his in his uh, non-throwing shoulder. So, And he's well, spending that game. Speaking, was of, speaking of the Browns, that Browns-Chargers game was nutty. That, that was, was crazy. Insane. Yeah, the Browns. <laughs> I can't believe The Chargers hit the over all on their own. The over was 46 and a half. They had 47. But it's, you know, it's a shame <sighs> – and I know that's the reason why the NFL sells the, the the Sunday ticket, but like the fact that the Cowboys Giants game was on, and not that game, yeah, was a travesty. It's America's yeah, team, baby. It's America's team. Oh, I know, I know America's they got team, people tuning. I know they got people that tune in from everywhere, but that you know, you're seeing seeing some of the statistical stuff out of that game, you know, the all, oh, all yeah, the all the statistical stuff around the Browns. And all the the points that they put up and the yards that they put up in a loss was how many times do we have to watch like a bad Packers game? Like that's annoying. Like we watch like you get you have to get forced into watching like a bad Packers game or a Detroit game, but that Packers Cincinnati game that Packers was was a great game. Well, I'm not saying I'm saying in the in the past, yes, they're the teams that always get the spots, especially in our market. Like we don't get the whole we don't get the C. Right, that's on spot. Yeah, you just watch. So. You just watch Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, and you're just like, "Why don't we have one of those guys?" It it they're so fucking good. They're both really. <laughs> Josh they're Allen's the, a freak too, man. That for the same good. reason why, like the MLB playoffs show me how far away the Phillies are from actually being relevant. Watching Justin Herbert and and Josh Allen and and, and, and all Kyler those and Kyler Murray, all those that 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 next group of talented quarterbacks shows you how far away Jalen Hurts is from because he's he's not even in that echelon of quarterback. And a lot of teams have bad offensive lines. So I really don't want to hear it. But they also run better offenses that are that that help that help their quarterback. Where's the crew amazing when you actually like let your quarterback throw the ball without mm-hmm. having to fake a handoff every single play? Yeah, Where's the, where, like the the thing that I'm I'm not seeing is I'm not seeing any of the creativity. Like mix it up a little bit. Like can we get you know the can we get Quez coming across on like the like just coming across in motion and just hand him the ball and let him run around a corner? Can we get you know a bubble screen that turns into a pass? Can can I just get something? Can I get something that like is going to keep the defense on their heels to know that not every play is going to be MVP? What a, bu- a bubble screen or <laughs> MVP? Uh, what he the did? League, oh, what else can you be MVP of? Bobby did put something out there, and I, when I saw it, I couldn't tell if it was in. I couldn't tell if it was in yes or not. Bro, my God. The heroic performance. Get but uh, in other news, I just saw Freddie Freeman hit a home run in the bottom, bottom of the eighth. So they're up five. Four I just, now, three yeah, I just saw. Off Josh Hader, too. Uh, like, why can't we have a Freddie Freeman, man? We had Ryan Howard, who 
you know. Nick, we can't have nice things. No, we're not. We we're not allowed. We're not nice allowed things. to have nice things. So we get instead of getting nice things, they give us Ben Simmons back. Thanks so much. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a fun transition. <laughs> Let's get into it. Sixers NBA. How do you? All right, here's here's my thing on on the whole stuff. <laughs> all right, Oscar. Oh, I see Oscar. I see Oscar. Oscar Lynn. Lynn. Oscar Lynn sanity. <laughs> That's all Oscar cares about is Jeremy Lin as a New York Nick. Yeah, Jeremy Lin. Yeah. Took the world by storm, 2012 in the house. I was going to say, go, go grab your jersey, Oscar. Yeah, go put it on. Put it on, Oscar. You know where it is. <laughs> How do you not know that Ben Simmons is in town and at the facility getting a COVID test? They said that he didn't. Uh... They were in talks with him, and he never told them or his agent. So, I mean, it's like. It's so fucking strange. After they talked to him. Dude, he's a strange motherfucker. Like, I don't even care. Like oh, hilarious. Like, and literally- shout out to Big T-Will because follow the tea leaves. You know he was going to be here. Yep. Yeah, bro, that's too much money to, to let. He already lost a million $44 million dollars if he didn't show up at all this season. That dude came cowering back like, oh, what about my I, money? I mean, I. I- I, I had put something together for final thoughts, and I'm going to save it, which is Clark Griswold esque. Um, but I just Not fall off a ladder. Oh, lead off single by the Brewers in the top of the ninth. Ooh, make it spicy. Nice. Make it spicy. I, I just listen. I would have had so much more respect for him if he had just held out and just said, like, "Yo, I don't want to play. I'm not playing here." But he and Clutch Sports handle this so epically bad that they really didn't give themselves a plan B. They never gave themselves an option. Um, you talking about the, sorry, Don, you're talking about the Sixers or this or Simmons himself? Kind of both. Like the, like, like Simmons never gave himself an out. Like he, they, they kind of dug in and said, this is what we're going to do, yeah. but never had a plan B. And there was no way out. I think they sincerely thought that the Sixers were going to cower. Mm-hmm. They were going to figure out a way to move sure. them because they didn't want the distraction. But I think the thing that people don't realize is that, you know, in listening to Big T Will and listening to some of the stuff that they're talking about, that CBA is huge. That CBA that, that the NBA just put in place. Yeah. And I, I really do believe that someone from higher up in the NBA, whether it's Adam, whether it goes all the way up to Adam Silver, I really think that they said, find this dude, just find him. Like you can, we cannot create this type of environment where you get a guy to sign a four year max deal. And then he decides he doesn't want to be there. And and one year into that deal says, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think think that the Sixers had the support of the NBA in knowing that they're just going to find him. Of course. Find him and find him. But what Simmons didn't realize is that what he could have done is done all of this stuff behind the scenes, came back, go into training camp, go through the motions, do whatever he was going to do. I'm and calling then bullshit, stuff. I'm calling bullshit because you can't do anything behind the scenes anymore because everything gets leaked for either an advantage or for sympathy. So you can't do it. There's no more, all right, we're going to do things in secret and I'm going to try to do this. Like someone's going to get a hand of it. Somebody's going to go, yo, you want to break this story? And see yeah, what we got? maybe like, nobody, nobody does things behind. He, doors put it this way, Rich. He could have done it. He could have done it in a less douchey way. He could have handled it. Not him, though. That's Everybody. not him. 
No, I'm saying like the whole that the like, but shame on him for trusting clutch sports. But and yeah, Rich putting, that, putting all his eggs in that basket. It is him because he's still Rich Paul's boss at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. So if he tells his Rich Paul, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, let he me just have. go. And no, play. that's my whole thing. I agree work. with you guys. He should work. have. You should have said, work. You know, you can talk to Daryl and do what you need to do, but I'm going to show up. I don't need to villainize myself anymore with this city and my teammates because now Joel's like over it. You know that. Oh, yeah. But like, now he's going to have to go back there and try and prove to himself, like, yeah, I'm here to win. It's going to have to tuck tail. And mm-hmm. the, 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 the one benefit that Daryl Morey has here is that he's not a rookie GM, right? He's a veteran GM. He knows, like, hey, just because this guy wants out doesn't mean I have to give him an out. I'm still exactly. paying him. He's still my asset on my team. So he can say whatever he wants and he can cry about it, but ultimately I have the leverage because I'm the one that can withhold withhold checks from him. You know, like even though they were saying he's going to hold out, and I'm like, oh, when you start losing money, bro, he's probably like, listen, I mean, it's a lot of money I'm starting to lose. Just because I'm not showing up, I can show up. Do what I need to do? Go through, just like you said, Don. Go through the motions, contribute a decent amount, right? And I'll be fine. And then once the league starts, people will realize their team's not as good as they think, or this player had yeah, enough. And you go happen, and then it's like, okay, now we can trade them, right? Right? Like people still talking about the Dame package. Okay, do I want a 33 year old Damian Lillard? No, not really. I don't. I like him. I still don't think that's the best package you can get for him. I want them to go get Bradley Beal if they can make that happen. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. We'll see. Oscar, you had a better piece going forward because then the window, as Joel gets older, Bradley Beal is still younger and he's never had the injury concerns. Yeah, and and he's a guy who can carry you. And he can go get you 50 whenever he wants. Yeah. Oscar, you were saying something and I interrupted you like five minutes ago. What were you saying? Really? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Tell me about Ben Simmons. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just <laughs> Oscar loves Ben Simmons. I do love Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, well, give us your thought. Give us your thought, Oscar. I mean, like everybody is right. Like, try to keep a professional behind the scenes. It's really hard to do that because, like you said, things get leaked. It happens in every single sport, no matter what it is. Um, Come on, bro. You can't strike out in that spot, dude. These brewers, man. Joke artists. <laughs> I, just, I just think, like, I don't know. I just think, like, it. We don't need, we don't need to give him sympathy, and he doesn't deserve the sympathy per se. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, if we could stop hating him, like, if this dude just comes back, 
and fixes it at maybe maybe fixes the problem twenty five percent, but that twenty five percent is enough to like get them pretty far deep in the playoffs. He'd probably be all right. See, I don't see it that way. I don't. I don't see it because of the way that. So, in my opinion, in watching people in Philadelphia sports besides To, but I don't even blame To because I think To wasn't a villain in the situation. I just think Donovan McNabb was just being being a bitch about it. Um, well, he wasn't villain. He was villainized. He was villainized. Yeah, absolutely. But I've never seen an athlete villainize or like basically sabotage themselves as much as Ben Simmons has, especially playing for a huge market in Philadelphia. Like that's the thing that kills me. It's like I wasn't mad at Ben. Okay, the playoffs. We knew he was gonna like. I didn't know he was gonna disappear, but I knew what I was getting from. I knew he wasn't gonna shoot, but I'm like, he's gonna be locked down. But the whole him disappearing, I'm like, all right, that can't fly. I did not hate him mm-hmm. until well, I don't really even hate him because I don't know the guy. So I'm just like feeling different. Yeah. It's like it is what it is. We all know. You strongly dislike the player. I strongly dislike the dude because (laughs) the way he handled it. Like, I'm not mad at you for saying, hey, I want out. But the way you did everything, oh, I'm throwing my home up for sale. I'm doing this. Two homes. homes. Yeah, yeah, it's two homes. I'm taking my ball and I'm I'm going to the West Coast. Oh, I want to play here. And people are like, dude, you have no fucking power. Like, who cares, bro? Like, I don't give a shit what you think. Like, Daryl Morey's not giving you away. Sit down, shut the fuck up, get the basketball, and go work on it, and stop putting out these stupid fucking jump shot videos every goddamn summer. That's, the, that's what I'm mad about. I'm not mad about that's the athlete. That's PR. Like he's doing that no matter what. Like that's just people taking those videos and putting it up for him. It's but just goofy that, shit. But Oscar, though, in like circumstances, just I mean, goofy shit. The fact that he's getting roasted publicly by guys in the league by ESPN. Like it's former true. players, I would retire. <laughs> yeah, Christian Yell strikes out looking, bro. Braves win. I mean, Braves won. Free. Yeah, Braves won. He struck out looking in the ninth. Fucking yeah. Yeah. third yeah. inning, Braves. the ninth inning. Terrible at bats, Rich. This is literally what the Phillies would do: lead off single. Yep. Colton Wong pop out to the infield or shallow left field. Pop out. Strike out swinging. Strike out looking in the game. We can't strike out looking at the end of the game. No. Oh, that's awful. You got to go down swinging. No, but like. But Philly should have been in the but, playoffs. We were back. Uh, <laughs> the Phillies wouldn't have lasted. Uh, <laughs> Philly should have made the playoffs. The all Phillies time. wouldn't have lasted three innings with anybody. <laughs> our oh our luck is we would have won the playoff game and uh, or the one, one game playoffs. <laughs> the yeah, one game playoffs. We would have pitched a gem, right? And Girardi either would have botched it somehow or we win. And then we play Milwaukee or the Giants and just get boat race swept three games to zilch. And then everybody's like, well, we made the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, but that all that does is give Girardi more security in his job. And it's just if I see more analytics on how great these Philly hitters were and how much Reese Hoskins meant to this team while he was in there, we have one player. I'm just done. One don't show me any analytics on it's like the Eagles, bro. How many how many players on the roster do you think are actually you know what I mean? Like on, Pick on five say, people. Like, okay, let's play a game. Let's play a game. We'll, we'll go around. We'll go around the horn. Go around the horn. Five people that you would want the Eagles to build this team around. Five players total. Five players. Five players. Go ahead, Nick. All right. So we have Mylotta. Okay. Devontae Smith. Okay. Dallas Goddard. 
Okay. I'll pick him just because he's good if they use him right. Picking a tight end. Okay. Um, defense is tough, bro. I'm just saying anybody, Nick. Give me anyone. And I'm sure the worst part of sports. You're damn correct, Mr. Mr. Mike. Yo. Damn. So when I get the three because obviously – You see back, how you fucking – All right, so this is my point, Nick, and you proved it. You can't even pick five guys. And I give you five because my dad gave me six the other day, and I found it very hard. I mean, I would say Hargraves maybe, but, like, he's 28, 29. Okay. And then the corners are old. And then Josh Sweat, he's okay. That's it. Yeah, there's no secondary is old vets that are not going to be here. The linebackers absolutely stink. Offensive line, you have Mylotta. That's it. Maybe Dickerson. Okay, great. Don, who you got? Pick your five. Uh, I'm going to start with Aaron Sippus. <laughs> you have to. Hey, he's money. He's our best <laughs> Take player. The punter. Take the punter, baby. He's probably the best guy. He's he probably the, the best player. The position that's performing the best. Um, Mylotta. Smith, I'm gonna go Gainwell. Um, and then on defense, I mean Hargrave. Mm. Yep. See, it should be easy. Mm. It should be so much easier. Quez, we can give me teams in the division. I'd be able to pick five. Over Quez, the- maybe Quez would. Quez, Quez wouldn't even be number four on half the teams in the league. I know. Quez wouldn't even but, make the roster. Make the. But that's the what I'm saying. But this, this, is the point, this is the point of this exercise, guys. It's right. so hard to name five but, guys that you rich. Howie did a really good job last year, but he says, and he's he's the man. He's going to have his job forever. That's he's why I don't want the like these three picks are a gift and a curse that we're going to have in the first round. Right. Now, it's a gift that, because we need the talent. It's a curse because we're at, we have to trust that Howie fucking Roseman, the weasel, dweeb, midget, mathematician, weirdo. I'm going to make these picks, guys. I really trust my scouting department. <laughs> we're going to trust him to make these picks. Yo, shout out to my boy, uh, my boy D. He tweeted, uh, somebody said, <laughs> he said, Howie, release those emails. And then I quote tweet and reply to him. Nobody wants to see Jeffrey's nudes because obviously <laughs> that's the only thing he has in there. Because how that dude has a job is just oh, probably like, God. and it's probably Great. like Jeffrey Lurie like doing like the whole like Eagles lineman pose, but just like letting his like little bird hang out. No, or he got caught with like some like young Asian mas- masseuse like Robert Kraft. His wife. His wife. His yeah, wife. I was just saying. He said his wife. <laughs> yeah, he he left his his original his first wife for for a younger uh, yeah, for a younger age. Age. Nice. I, I didn't even know that's what. At least I know he's got a thing for it. So yeah. it makes sense. This is happening, and this is how things happen. Oh, well, listen, one the, the one thing, Rich, with that with that Wentz pick, that division sucks, and that is probably the best. Thing that could happen for the Eagles for that pick. Because reg- regardless of how shitty the Colts are, it the shittier that division is, the more they're going to keep playing them because they're still going to be in the in the race. And the, if they're in the playoff race, and I say playoffs, like if they're in if they're if they're remotely relevant in that division, they're going to have to keep playing them. There's well, no way that, that they yeah. can take that guy off the field. Adam, don't, don't make me block you for you putting also, Singleton down there. Do not make me block you for no. putting Singleton down there, Adam. You are smarter Ooh. than that, Adam. Stop it with the nonsense. 
you also saw that uh, Carson Wentz <laughs> played pretty good yesterday. Yeah. So, like, if he plays like that and they lose, that's on the defense. You can't have that big of a lead and lose the game. Yeah. No, not at all. But I, yeah, Singleton, I think Singleton stinks. Yeah, don't, I don't even like look at that dude. But I, I think hair because of Alex Singleton. I think it's coming to one of our favorite parts of the show. Our new our new edition called Oscar's Two Minutes, where Oscar can say whatever the hell he wants for two minutes. Well, keep keep it on track with some shit. Don't be like weird. No hentai. Just be, just be Oscar. That's what I'll be want. dropping links to hentai, bro. <laughs> and so here's where you go for hentai.com. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the more tentacles, the better. Uh, I, heard, I heard Venom was like tentacle sex, like the whole. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Like that's like one of the reviews. Like oh, what? All right, Venom's tentacle sex. All, All right, right, that's cool. cool. Sports Not sports related. Did you guys see Squid Game? Yo, yo, Squid Game was nuts. Yo, Call it from the beginning now. All right, don't say anything. I'm on. I have two episodes left. I got. I'm. I'm at the episode where they're playing the marble game. Oh, oh, that's fucked. You're gonna be really angry. Yeah, okay. you're gonna be pissed. I'm prepared, but um, yeah, that's where that's where I literally I literally had to press pause before I went to work this morning. Speaking of that, since you guys are doing subtitles now, I hope. Um, yeah, there, it's all yeah. subtitles. It's Japanese or Korean, and then subtitles. Yeah, there's We're there's this one movie on Netflix. It's hashtag Alive, and okay. it's a zombie apocalypse flick in South Korea, and it's. I think it's only like an hour and a half, so it's kind of short. But it's it's so oh my god, that movie messed me up too. Just thinking about like what you would do in a zombie apocalypse, and it was I, I don't think it's realistic because zombies aren't real, right? It's far not yet. Yeah, right. Not yet. But yo, Squid Games. The most fucked up part of Squid Games to me was the the fight was the fight in the uh, during the night. Oh, that was. I see. This is why I love shows like that because you knew something like that was going to happen because that is literally the worst of humanity, and that's why I like watching these shows because you're always going to get the worst of humanity. So what's what's the thing you say? Well, if we kill these guys before they play the game, it helps our chances, and I think that's the part that like really like fucks with me. I'm like, damn. Like they're just murking people in their sleep, like not giving. The one dude was sitting on his bed and they came up behind him and they just. I know, dude. I'm like, yo. This is so fucking crazy. One guy's getting stabbed with a broken with the broken glass bottle, yeah. like just going at people. It was, it was. Squid Games was nuts. It, nutty, like crazy. I had heard about it a lot, and I the first episode I I started with the 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 dubbed version. Mm-hmm. Don't dub it. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I could I couldn't do it. It it. it it not matching up and it not being in English, just I couldn't do it. It just the 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 voices were all off. It just sounded it just sounded funky. Yeah, but it's yeah crazy. Subs, I think it's just the way to go. I mean, the translation is so much better than dub. Dub, I feel like they try to condense it, yeah, and like make it quick. You use a lot of sentiment, and plus, the Korean actors I just think are better. Yeah. Well, and they used to watching like a shit ton of like Danish crime shows. I'm like, Jamie, like, what are you watching? I just watched the Danish crime show on Netflix today, right? It's probably the same one. Yeah, what is it? Uh, a Chestnut Man. I think that's Pretty what good. she's watching. Yo, Pretty bro. Good. I'm like, what are you? Do-? I'm like, Jamie, Pretty what good. Are you doing? But it's funny. I go in the room. And I'm like, oh, I'm sneaking in. I'm like, okay. It was like halftime last night. I'm sneaking in. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. I put the game on, uh, whatever, the record. 
watched it this morning. And she's in there, like, on her phone, like, just watching. I'm like, Jane, we have this big-ass TV. I'm like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? She's like, no, this is how I watch it on the train, and it works. So this is – my eyes are better trained for this. I'm like, this is so awkward. <laughs> I'm like, it's so weird. But I'm like, what are you watching? Because it's like there's – they're not – like, she had the dubs on. I'm like, she's like, oh, it's a, da- it's a Danish crime show. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And now it's all awesome. into. It's like foreign dramas. After, like, she swore them off. She's like, oh, I can't watch this because their lips don't add up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, put the subtitles on. That's what they're I do. Really good. They do. I feel like they're different. They do a really good job with the storytelling. Squid Games, like, if they're going to try and remake it or something, it's going to be stupid. Like, it's, it's yeah. fire the way it is. Don't mess with it. They, they did talk absolutely. about I, – I, I watched an interview with the director, and they were talking about that they left some of the storyline open for a potential – like. If well, they wanted to do show, if they guys, wanted, we can actually just do a whole season. thing. Yes, Jesus. But um, yeah, let's switch before we start talking about the whole thing, right? What? A switch. Oh, Don, what's up in hockey? Well, listen, I got before we get started in any of the content. Listen, I just got to say that that the the response that we've had and the feedback that we've had from that first episode, um, you know, listen. Never, never did I ever think that we would be pushing, you know, close to seventeen hundred views on on Twitter and you know two hundred plus on, on on Facebook. So, you know, for everybody that's out there that's listening, that that's sharing it, that's tuning in, you know, you know, we truly appreciate it. We're gonna, you know, we we've got a couple tweaks that we're kind of working into the the future episodes, trying to keep it closer to an hour. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, with with you know, having two weeks in between and only doing an hour, it'll be kind of action packed. It'll be full of great content, full of great conversation. Um, and just really excited to kind of push that, that content out. Um, and you know, to start to grow this kind of brand, grow this brand into, you know, something, something big. So you know, really okay. looking forward to it. It was great. Everybody loved it. Keep, keep it going. Keep carrying carry the brand, baby. Carry the brand. Absolutely. I was playing a dungeon in one of these video games, listening to it live, and I was like, oh, I could actually do this more often because that's like two hours of gameplay where I'm just like hitting X a lot. What game are you playing, Oz? It's called Persona 5 Royale. A Royal. Yeah. Okay. What is it? It's, an RPG, RPG. RPG. it's an RPG for what? Xbox? Yeah, PS4, you can play it on. All right. You got to text it to me. Yeah. Actually, I'll give you a copy when I'm done with it. Oh, so, oh, you had the disc. Nice. All right. Come in. Cool. Need a new game anyway. Don, hockey. What's going on? I mean, listen, they're, they're going to start up on Friday. Yeah, they're, they're going to start the season off. I think, you know, you're, you're looking at the opportunity for them to really see what. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. 
Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Those changes that they made in the offseason around Carter Hart. Carter Hart. No, yeah, definitely get Carter Hart as your guest. Get him on. Oh. <laughs> get them on. I was like, wait, wait, wait. First guest, Carter Hart. What happened? Um, no, I mean, listen, they, they've got to be able to – if he's not the comeback, bounce-back player of the year for this team, then they're going to be struggling, I think, to even be a contender. You know, as it sits in that, in that division – you're still looking at them being kind of like middle of the pack in that division. So, you know, could they end up being, I, I think they're, they're going to be more along the lines of like just outside the top three. Okay. So, so, but they do have the opportunity, you know, Ellis and Ristoline and Yandel, those are guys that are all going to be quality additions, guys that are, you know, either captains or assistant captains on, on previous teams, so they're bringing a lot of leadership. The guy that I that I'm looking at for to be able to elevate this year, I think, is Provorov. I think ha- him him having that support on the back end and him not having to carry you know a, a hot pile of garbage around the ice and try to <laughs> man Seriously. the. I mean, I mean, he was legit trying to man the blue line up by himself. Yeah, um, he was trying to do way too much. And hurt your progress as a player. So now having those three guys and him not having to be on the on the back line by himself, I think you're going to see him have the opportunity to maybe you know move himself into that elite echelon of, of defenders in the in the East. I like it. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, hockey, gentlemen. It has been fun. It has been a pleasure. But now it is time for our final thoughts. And Oscar, take it away, bud. Me first? You, big dog. All right, so uh, final thoughts. Um, it has really nothing to do with uh, sports, I guess you could say. It doesn't have to be. It's final thoughts, Oscar. Yeah, it's it's on the podcast for like anything, a week. Relevant, but like over, over the last week, uh, Saudi billionaires took over Newcastle United uh, worth – Three hundred billion dollars, and, um, and yeah, I'm kind of scared about what that's that's kind of kind of do with Jesus. the world. Because like when you think about it, like it has been happening slowly, and in the United States, you've been seeing a lot of foreign owners come in. Um, I think the NFL is actually kind of suited for that, though. They have like the whole salary cap thing and everything to kind of prevent like a over, I guess you could say. A superstar team, we've been to the Buccaneers, our superstar team, but it kind of makes you think, man. Like, once this money gets in, the bubble's gonna burst everywhere and not just like in one sport. It's it's kind of scary, especially like past COVID. If you see like the numbers on, um, like the revenue, like forget about like TV deals and everything, revenue has just gone so far down. 
and it's not because people are stopped going to the games. It's like people in general just stop caring, um, buying merchandise and stuff like that. So all these millionaires are essentially going to have control of everything, like absolutely everything. Fuck, that was yeah. deep. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oscar just like hit us with the truth bomb, but yeah, dude, you start following outside money, dude, and you're letting new owners take over, and they got billions. It's going to be hard to compete, especially because there's no salary cap in soccer. Like, right? Who's the only billionaire owner in the NFL? Isn't it only like Jerry Jones? No, most no, of them are billionaires. No. Are there most billionaires? Jerry Jones is. I know the your dudes, aren't they from Tampa Bay? Aren't they billionaires? Yeah, the, Glazers. the Glazers. Yeah, the Glazers. Glazers. Um, uh, you have well, even, like even Sad Khan, like the guy that owns the, yeah. the Jaguars. Yeah, but he also owns a few clubs over. Yeah, they're like yeah. Jeffrey Lurie's a billionaire now, just from the Eagles. Who is Jeffrey Lurie? No, he's not. No, he's not. Not he's yet. A, no, he's like worth like I think it was like three hundred million. No yeah, way. How's the team worth? Time. How's the team worth more than that? And he's not worth more. It doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Look it up. I know he's. I know he was not pushing a billion. I know that. And he and he owns that uh the production thing. I didn't think he was I over. I thought he got billion. started. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he was over a billion. Jeffrey Lurie's worth three point five billion, bro. That's for sure. I sounded confident in it, but I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> bought the team. Bought the team for one hundred eighty-five million, and they're worth three point one billion now. That's a cool one. Imagine like the Qatar Sports Group bought like the Philadelphia Eagles just because they have so much money. Like they, they go over and hey Jeffrey, here's ten billion dollars. See you later. He right. owns. Uh, he only owns ninety percent of the Eagles too, so I don't know who owns the other ten percent, but. That's wild. Oscar, I saw a couple of, of EPL shows that I watched. Have you seen the anything on Netflix? The Sun, I watched the Sunderland show. Uh, I did not see that one. No. And then there's one on there's one about uh there's one on Amazon about leads. Yes, I did but see that one. Those when I saw those, the that fan the the connection between the fan base and the team, mm-hmm. I identified a lot of a lot of Philadelphia in both of those. I was gonna say, but the closest- there's the closest fan base to, uh, I guess you would say, a European fan base is the Philadelphia Eagles. Far and be like maybe the Bills, but definitely the Eagles. And I've seen it like firsthand. All right, Nick, no. your final thought, bud. Uh, yeah, we don't even need to talk about sports. I was just gonna say, like I got two episodes left of Squid Game. I know I'm gonna be angry. I've been telling Rich. I've been pissed off this whole time. It's a fucked up with all these guys, bro. I'm so so fucking pissed. It's a fucked up. Route. You get invested with some of these people, and you're like, yeah, bro. Come on, man. And then, um, you know, I'm a big Sopranos fan. Best show all time, in my opinion. I saw the new Sopranos movie, and I have to say, was it good? No, it was. It was. It was okay. Like I just expected it to be better. I feel like it ended kind of abruptly, and it didn't really get into much of the backstory of Tony himself. It's kind of him as a kid, right? And it's like you see some of the people that like he talks about in the show, and like had an influence on him, but it's kind of like. It's not much of him. So I feel like it's it's more of like his uncle, correct? Yeah, it's more about uh, Chris Moltisanti's dad and his grandpa and like the whole story of like how they kind of had all this turmoil in the city and like doing the riots at the time and how like it impacted the city with the blacks versus the whites, all that stuff back in the day. So like I just thought it should have been more focused on Tony like in his teenage years and then his early years because. He obviously, when it comes to his friends like Pauly and um, and Syl and Big Pussy and all them, like they're all mobsters and made men before him. Like they're all older than him. 
Yeah. It's just so weird that like but, you don't get to see him make that transition, which is what I wanted to see. I didn't I kind of didn't watch any trailers or previews on purpose. I wanted to kind of go into it not suspecting what it was. I still think that if you like the Sopranos, you should watch it, but Nick, is there any room? Is there it's a, literally is, a perfect TV show. And then it just it leaves you wanting more. That's all. Do you think do you think there's any room for like another movie that would bridge the gap between there your is, end of this? And talking to David David Chase at an interview and they asked him about it. He said that he left that open, but ultimately the they interviewed some of the characters and they said it's basically in his court. Like if HBO wants him to do it, he'll do it basically, or if a movie studio picks it up. They right. would do it because it's just kind of creepy when you watch James Gandolfini's son because he really looks so much like him in his face. Yeah, and he has the right. same mannerisms when he talks, so it really does. Like you can be like, okay, that really was him when he was a kid, but then they just kind of left it where, like, would you watch it, Rich? You'll watch it at the end and you'll be like, oh, that's that's it. It just ends like that. So that's how the surprise. So it'll be just yeah, how the news ended for me. Well, surprise like, did that on purpose. He wanted people to kind of figure out themselves, and like he gave it multiple reasons. How you can yeah. end it, but the show, you watch or you watch the new movie and you kind of see how it ends. Like you're like, okay, it makes sense, but why didn't they just keep going? I'd be like, Do I'm you like, think they're just trying to drive people back to watch the Soprano? Like, did I mean, um, I mean, maybe, probably. but I think like if you're gonna see that movie, most people that saw that probably 95 percent have seen Sopranos multiple okay. times. I've seen Sopranos four, five, six times, the whole the whole thing all the way through. So, I mean. It doesn't make me like the show less. If anything, I'm like, it should have been better because the show was so good. Right. I heard the new James Bond movie was good. I heard it was really good. Did you? I'll check it out when it comes out. I mean, I like that most movies now you can see without going to the theater. Yeah. That's, I do like that. Yeah. I will pay the twenty dollars at home to rent the movie with kids. With with yeah. kids, you guys get it. With kids, man, it's easier yeah, just to watch so, it. At home. Oh my it's god! So so to, to to just buy it on Disney Plus, throw it on, everybody sit on the couch. If you got to pause, go to the bed. You, yeah. you can take care of all that stuff at home. You're not going to have to. Yep. Nope. Not at all. Don, take it away. Oh, uh, all right. Well, in in my car ride home this afternoon was is normally reserved for a very calm <laughs> ride home, um, but in in starting to you know read and listen to some of the stuff that was coming out about you know the way that 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 you know, Ben Simmons handled that whole situation last night. And sh- like, to me, in my mind, I just started thinking about that scene in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where he's talking to the boss and he's just screaming. He's just screaming at him. And I'm literally like, I just wrote down like a bunch of stuff that I'm like, like it's gutless, spineless, having no self-respect, a lack of desire to improve his game. He's greedy. He's money grubbing. He's a social media whore. He's spineless. He blames everything on the media and his fans and his teammates. I would have had a million times more respect for the dude if he had just held out. But because you got the money. But no, he came crawling back to the to Philly like a thief in the night. Because in the end, for him, it's all about money. I'm glad that the Sixers in the NBA held their ground. While Clutch Sports spun a social media circus blaming everyone but him. You, sir, Ben Simmons, do not deserve the honor of wearing that team's gear anywhere on your body. Because you represent everything that is wrong 
with today's with, athlete. With, with today's professional athlete. And you do not deserve the honor of representing this sports city and this fan base. I like it, Don. I like the fire. I mean, I agree with you. That, that, that was the PG version. The, the, the expletive version was, it was me screaming in the car, just like you're a mother trucker. I just, uh, I, 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 I just I can't uh, I can't with him anymore. And for me, it's not it's it, it's what what have we been calling it, Rich? What town does he live in? Welcome to Pettyville, bitch. I just I can't. I'm done, Rich. What do you got? That, Follow. That is where we are. That's that is where we are. Are that's what I said. That is where we are at. So few things. One movie I saw this weekend. Nobody was fantastic. I saw it on on demand. What Oscar? What, what are you looking at me like that? The Liam Neeson movie? I think you said RR. It was weird, bro. I'm, I'm, I know. That's, I said where we are, are, but I meant to say yeah. where we are at. Oscar. Is that the Liam Neeson movie? No, it's a dude from Better Call Saul. Oh, um, and the Rizzes in Bob it, Odenkirk. and yeah. uh, Christopher Lloyd. Is that when he like is like a regular dude and then turns into like a beast? So he he works for all the intelligence agents as a adjuster. Which meaning he's just going to murder the shit out of you, dude. It was fantastic. It was. It reminded me of. There she is. There she is, Don. Don't get out. There it is. Oh, there she is, <laughs> Mrs. State. <laughs> That's Good the evening, boss lady. The boss lady. It's phenomenal. It was a really good movie. It's what John Wick would be if there was actual uh, lines in the movie. Not cocaine lines. I'm talking like acting lines. <laughs> Oscar's eyes got really bug-eyed. I heard cocaine. So. I heard cocaine. Do it. So I really recommend you guys watch it. It's an awesome film. It's just fun. It's just fun. It made me just like, this is this is dope. Number two, uh, J.I.D., DiCaprio 2, phenomenal album. Even Brand though it's only like 2018, dude, it's so good. It's so good. Listen to that this weekend. I know He's on Dreamville. He signed to J. Cole's label. He's very yeah. good. Really good. Run the Jewels 4. Fantastic album. Give that a listen to. And my final uh, my final thought, Little Wayne has some of the best features this year. I'm just throwing that out there. Come on, Rich. He's the GOAT for a reason. No, Oscar, I'm not even kidding. Between him and 21 Savage are literally We're killing, killing the feature game. The this feature game. I was going to say the feature game is They're absolutely ridiculous. Listen, right, yeah. Oscar, I've said this before that <laughs> Night Tall is the best. That's the best song on that album. And Savage um, And it's because of 21 just killing that song. And like, I, I've been hearing that a lot. Like, I mean, he's always been getting disrespected because like when he does his solo albums, they're like to his likings. I think like, he's gotten better though. He's Some gotten people better. Have better rappers start hit. hot and cool off. He's gotten better. Yeah. Well, I think he started getting better when he got deported. If you believe it or not, like that's yeah, probably on came really. And my final final thought: Jay Z had two of the worst features this year, and that was on Kanye's album mm-hmm. and Drake's album. I didn't like either one of them either. Right? They were at. I listened to them on the way home because Tom was like, "Yo, I didn't like Hov's uh, Hov's features." I'm like, "On what?" He's like, "Oh." Uh, Kanye's album, I don't know the name, that's your boy. Ronda. Yeah, and on Drake's album, and I listened to both songs back to back, and I'm like, huh, yeah, these suck. <laughs> and every, the, I mean, like, what's he got the rap about now? now? No, I'm just saying, for yeah. the for the GOAT, for, like, somebody who's supposed to be, like, every in everybody's top three, they were they were bad. 
Yeah, Rich, I listened to Kanye's album religiously for the first two weeks it came out, and I think that he probably has the worst feature on the album. 100%, yeah. I Which, for him, you should that should never happen. No, he should not. Nah, Especially be because him and Kanye have always made really good music together. Oh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. But I'm also not going to get into the final take. Oscar, you can end the broadcast. Philly, we are out. Kanye's new album was trash. I don't want to get into that argument with Nick because he loves Kanye. Philly, we love you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on. Go buy lots of rain watches. It was not good. Adam, thank you. Lacey, thank you for coming on. Um, uh, Kanye's new album was doo-doo. Tech Nine's got a new album now, too. Who does? Tech Nine. Oh, I did. I listened to it. I didn't like it. Did you like it? Rich is getting older, and he's getting more ornery. But did you like it, though? What? Tech Tech Nine's new album. I mean, I don't like it as much as other stuff, but it's not bad. We'll talk after the show. Peace, Phil. <laughs> There's this. Ben Simmons sucks. The Rock has a rap. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.